my wife and daughter went to bed. It was like 10 at night, and I'm just sitting there like, hmm, I wonder if I can kick that spot on the wall. And I did. And I'm like, I wonder if I can hit it with a round kick. I could. Back kick. I just started going through all my kicks. I'm like, man, my accuracy is not left at all. All right, Breaker Breaker One Niner on interwebs. Get your ears on for the GMB Fitness Skills Show for the next thirty minutes plus or minus. We're going to be talking about how to practice fun and interesting skills that'll get you strong for the things that actually matter to you. Uh, have a good time doing it. My name is Andy, uh, and with me is uh, Ryan Hurst, our program director and head coach, and all-around handsome devil with the eyebrows. Good. Morning. How you doing, Ryan? I'm great. Doing okay. Today it's a coffee day, just for everyone. No more hot there. water. Not hot water. No hot water today. Um, I about froze my nose hairs on the way over here, so I needed to uh, warm myself up. That's so, good. I'm I'm freezing I myself bet in Hawaii. Here. It's, yeah, man, it's, it's rough. rough. Yeah. it's rough. <laughs> the beads of sweat are just turning into icicles as they roll down my forehead here. <laughs> So what's up, man? What what do we got going on? Well, today we're going to be talking about um, how to get in a workout, even if you think you're busy. We had so many people uh, that are like, "Oh, I don't have time," and you know, this isn't unique to us. I'm sure anyone who has ever been trying to make a change in a routine has, at some point or another, used time as an excuse. You know, it's not just fitness, it's it's anything. Everything. You know, yeah. anything you're trying to learn, everyone says, I don't have time. You know what? You have time. Sorry, you have time. We all have the same 24 hours and 7 days and 365.3 days in a year. You know, it's, it's just about making the time and using it better. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, but specifically uh, for, you know, training and how to get good training in, GMB-style training the kind that is, you know, enjoyable and makes you good at stuff. Yeah. Uh, how to get some of that in in a, in a pretty short amount of time. And, of course, some questions. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much, I think that's going to be it. <laughs> All right, so what's going on lately, Ryan? Well, actually, recently we uh, just re-released a huge LSIT article. Um, pretty in-depth this time. And yeah. I mean, like, really, really in depth. So basically, everything you want to know about the LSIT is in there. So that's yeah, pretty exciting. Which, it's good because, you know, we, we talked a lot about the LSIT on one of our podcasts once. And I think we covered a lot of really interesting detail. Mm-hmm. But, you know, listening to a podcast isn't always the most convenient uh, reference if you want to go back and, and, you know, refresh your memory on something. So. We added a lot of that information into, along with the video tutorial that we had, which is, I think, one of the most popular LSIT yeah. tutorials on YouTube, um, and kind of beefed it all up, and I think it's a really useful article. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, what else? LSIT, what is, what's so good about the LSIT? Just the LSIT, um, well, it's so many good, diff- so many things. Um, for one, um, you're going to be working on the entire core. It's a, it's a major core exercise, but not yeah. only that, um, posture. And a lot of people might not think about this, but the LSIT is actually very good for a posture because it forces you, once you work towards the proper position, to be able to get the shoulders back, chest up. And when you're pushing down, it's really going to create um, 
it's uh, going to help you build the strength to be able to have better posture. So it all all relates. It's a full upper body and lower body exercise. A lot of people miss that because if you do it correctly, your legs should be burning. So it's an all around yeah. awesome exercise. Yeah, I think posture is a really great thing to mention. Uh, it's an excellent exercise for posture. It really locks in that uh, that shoulder position uh, with relation to the the neck and the chest and everything. Really nice. Cool. Um, let's see. Let's uh, go to some questions that okay. people have asked us. Uh, we always get a bunch, and we try to answer them uh, by email or Facebook or whatever, Twitter, always answering questions all the time. But uh, some of the really interesting ones we like to bring up here on the podcast are the show, pardon me. The show. The show. Um, now that we're exposing ourselves. Oh. Wow. Um, so uh, a lot of a lot of making consistent uh, making good progress is based on consistency, right? And mm-hmm. so we've actually had a few people ask us lately, well, how do I do things consistently or how can I how can I make training more of a habit? How can I you know, especially like stretching, you know, when pe- when it comes to training, people it's so easy to neglect the warm up and the cool down and the prehab and the rehab and all that stuff. People just want to do the meat, right? Like, you know, with people don't like vegetables. They don't want the Brussels sprouts and the spinach. They want the meat. So they'll go and they'll do the exercises, but then they won't do the stretching. And they say, "Well, how can how can I get in the habit of doing stretching aside from just you know doing the doing program that we tell you to do the program, which includes the stretching?" But yeah, actually, um, funny you should mention that. Um, recently, uh, working on a new, a new little thing we could call, uh, over on Lyft, uh, lyft.do, I believe, uh, there's, we'll put the link up there, but anyway, uh, talking about how to relieve lower back problems, and so, this actually is related to stretching, uh, very much so, and it's a step-by-step guide that we did on, basically, just what I said, relieving lower back problems, but it's the stretching, and so, when you have a plan and you know exactly what you need to do and you know that it doesn't take an hour every single day, it's only a couple minutes to do it, um, and you actually do it, you're going to see uh, results. And so sometimes it's just a matter of somebody telling you, okay, this is all you need to do, do it. And so that's why I created this uh, program over on Lyft. It's a Lyft app um, that they have. And so you basically just follow step by step. Um, back stretching and then um, two back stretches then you practice three back stretches and then continue on working on some hip stretches and other things to help you um, relieve the lower back problems so like anything it's a matter of doing it but sometimes if you don't know exactly what you need to do it can be easy to skip what you should be doing and so um, by having uh, a program that lays out for you and something that can fit into your lifestyle that doesn't take an hour or two hours to do is going to help you to continue to do it and make it a habit. Just like brushing your teeth, um, you know, you get into a good habit. When you stop doing it, you kind of feel strange. Like if you don't brush your teeth for a couple of days, that's pretty nasty. I mean, just like that. It just sounds nasty. It's something that you really want to do because you know you have to do it. So um, this is a way that can help you to continue doing your stretches. And it's good because um, even if you don't have lower back problems, this is something that can be good to keep you from getting lower back problems. 
Yeah, and you know a lot of uh, a lot of pathologies, a lot of uh, chronic pains, lower back pain, uh, hip pains, or you know bad movement patterns. All of those are actually those are habits. Those are created by habits most of the time by bad movement habits that we build up without realizing it. So you know attacking the habits is the best way in many cases uh, to fix those. And of course, I'm not talking about cases where you have like an actual medical issue. You know. Again, we're not doctors. If you have back pain, see a doctor. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of things are bad habits, and you can fix them. So I actually got kind of three points out of what you're saying right now in terms of uh, you know building or improving a habit. Um, one is to use some sort of system to make it consistent for you. Yes. Uh, for for this, we created this little course on Lyft, which is an app that basically reminds you to do things every day. And so uh, you can use, you know, use a calendar, use whatever, use whatever system you like, but find some way to automatically remember. Uh, another one is to follow a plan that spells out exactly what to do so you don't have to think about it. Your reminder happens and you don't have to sit down and say, what do I do today? It's already decided. And the third one is not to get too fancy and do too many things at once. Like you said, it doesn't have to be an hour of stretching. A couple of minutes is enough, especially in the beginning when you're trying to start something new, break it down to the simplest possible minimum amount that you can get away with and start building your habit with that. So start small, follow a plan, and use some sort of reminders. Uh, yeah. And this, this lift course that, uh, that Jarlo put together uh, for back pain is a really good example of how to do that. But even if you don't use that, you can apply that same process, those lessons to just about any kind of habit that you're trying to create. And that's a very good point. Yeah, not just, of course, this is focused just on the lower back issues, but you can uh, substitute it in for anything. Um, and speaking about that good point, you know, it doesn't have to be an hour each day. And this is what a lot of people get worried about. You know, I don't have time to do it. Yeah. And um, yes, you do. You do. Um, as we mentioned, this lift course is only, it's like two minutes a day, like for a stretch that you have to do. That's it. Um, it's a matter of actually starting. You have to start. And so it's very easy to say, well, I don't have time, so I'll do it tomorrow. But if you keep doing that, then you'll never get what right. you want. Um, another <laughs> thing too, it's, it's when a person has so many goals and so many things that they want to do that it can be confusing because, okay, I have so many things. Where do I start? Mm. Um, you know, today I'll do this, and then tomorrow I'll do this, and then tomorrow I'll do this, and tomorrow I'll do this. And rather than doing that, I suggest just focusing on one thing. Keep it easy. Simplicity is, is what we need to focus on in order to keep doing it. And so once you can get one particular goal, then you can start working on the next goal. But it's a matter of starting and focusing on that one thing and making sure you're doing it at least a little bit every day if need be in order to create that good habit to get you going. So when it comes down to time, not having time, you do. If you only have two minutes, maybe only five minutes, let's say you want to work on the planche, okay? And I'm using a huge goal right here. The planche is something that we hear a lot. It's like, yeah, I want to get this. I want to get this. Well, you know, it doesn't necessarily take you an hour each day to do it. If you have that amount of time, yeah, you know, you could use that full hour to work on it but really if you've got five minutes you can start working on it. it might take you a little longer a lot longer to get it but you're still working 
towards getting that goal. So five minutes is just fine every single day for that. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. And we'll talk, we're going to get more deeper into this, uh, how to, how to get in a workout in maybe a short amount of time. And maybe, uh, another, another thing that we might talk about is, you know, how to choose the most important exercises or the most the the most important thing to work on any particular day if you do find yourself short of time uh you know so maybe if you usually work out for 30 minutes to an hour or something a day but if you do have a particularly busy day you know what do you do to shorten it down that day um but before we get into those uh you like you just said you uh about you know even working on a plant for like five minutes a day is better than nothing you can get there eventually it reminded me a lot of a book that I just read, and um, it's very interesting. It's called uh, Eight Minute Meditation. Mm-hmm. Now, I've done a lot of different kinds of meditation over the years. I've got the hairy palms to prove it. Um, uh, I, you know, I I did zazen in Japan and stuff like that, and you know, I've done a lot of different kinds of of meditations, but. You know, life happens and you get busy, and I actually got out of the habit of it. And so I was trying to come up with a way to, you know, make myself get back in the habit. And a friend of mine actually recommended this book to me, and so I'm in turn recommending it to everybody uh, here. It's really good. I, I got it on the on the Kindle from Amazon for like less than ten dollars. Super easy to read, and it's a very easy to follow course uh, because who the hell does not have eight minutes a day? Uh, and he said in the in the why eight minutes? He said, because it's more than five and it's less than 10 and nobody can bitch about having eight minutes, you know, get up eight minutes earlier, go to sleep eight minutes later, find eight minutes and just freaking do it. That's good. And he takes all the excuses out of it. He goes by and just destroys every single excuse and every single resistance to meditation, like, you know, systematically. And it's got over, I think, six weeks each week it has a little different technique that you practice and the beginning is just breathe the second week it's a little bit different the third week is a little different each one gets a little more involved and a little deeper but that's great because all you have to do in the beginning is just set aside the damn time and do the bare minimum you know and then you build that habit just like we were talking about you start with a minimum and then you can build up the habit more uh so um, this is, it's a, I don't know, I just, what you're saying about five minutes on the plant reminded me of that. Eight minutes of meditation a day is actually, it's enough if you yeah, yeah. are building that habit. It's better than nothing. So, yeah, we'll put the link to that also in the uh, blog post for this uh, show. Highly recommend checking it out if you've, uh, if you've ever tried meditation and had trouble with it. Or if, like me, you just really wanted to kind of, you know, get back into get your back practice into it. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but same same approach, I guess, applies to, to working out, too. If you're just starting and you want to get to the habit and you think time is a problem, well, then just do set aside five minutes every day and do really almost anything. Mm-hmm. Train yourself to do five minutes of something, right? And from there, you can add more. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of people listening to this are already doing stuff, mm-hmm. Right. But they are busy. And so, you know, maybe an hour a day, seven days a week is too much. So what are some of the kinds of things that we can do to maybe get more out of less time? I would say in the gym, but we don't even necessarily need a gym for a lot of the stuff we do. Right. uh, You know, which is also a time saver if you can do it at home instead of Mm. going somewhere. 
what I would suggest, and really, is going back um, to the basic component of that particular thing that you're doing. Uh, the reason for that is, and this is something we talk about so much here in GMB, but it's all about the basics. Mm -hmm. um, as soon as I say that, people are like, <sighs> but really, right. but really, you know, I'm looking at it from a martial art perspective. You know, everyone wants to get out and do randori. They want to spar. They want to do everything. But the thing is, if you don't have your punches down, well, I'll give another example. Okay, just the other day, right? We were talking, and you wrote, you said, I haven't done uh, kicks or anything oh, in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a really, really long time. But you said, you know, I was just doing some basic kicks. It was so awesome that I can still do it. And they're like, perfect. Well, why is that? It's because yeah. you spent so much time. Man, so many hours. It was just the, the weirdest basics. thing, too, because my wife and daughter went to bed. It was like 10 at night. And I'm just sitting there like, hmm. I wonder if I can kick that spot on the wall. And I did. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can hit it with a round kick. And I could. Back kick. And I yeah. just started going through all my kicks. I'm like, man, my accuracy is le not left at all. And but that's because you Because I the practiced the hell out of so that for 25 much. years. And that's the thing. So getting back even to the planche that we we're talking about, if you've only got five minutes, let's say, for example, you're at the point on the planche, um, a straddle planche. Let's say you're working okay. towards a straddle planche, Okay. If you've only got five minutes, I mm -hmm. would suggest going all the way back to the basics and working on just a tuck, a floating tuck, and holding that sucker for as long as you can. You know, focusing okay. on that's it. Okay. That yeah. Is and what are you what are you part. focusing on? So you know, the inclination if you've got short time is to do the most advanced version of the skill that you can. So you're saying actually go down to the very base level. Very base. And you know, do it for as long as you can. But is it in, is endurance what you should be focusing on? I mean, endurance obviously is part of it. But <clears throat> you know, me, what what should you be trying to get out of that basic practice? I would actually focus on how beautiful you can make that particular hold in this case. So, are your arms properly locked out? Making mm -hmm. sure that you have the proper position. In this case, you're gonna have a slight hollow body when you're performing it. How far are you leaning forward? Where's your hand placement? Some people might have trouble with the wrist, getting the fingers forward. That's fine. Well, today, take your fingers out to the side even more and see if you can go even further forward with that basic hold. Mm -hmm. Work on, in the beginning, if it's only five minutes, get in as much hold time as possible using the most basic version of that hold. Now, some people think, no, 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 but I want to go ahead and I want to just focus on that straddle. Well, you are. The reason yeah. why is because you're making, you're making your basics even stronger. And so, uh, one of the reasons why I'm bringing up the planche right now is because I'm getting back into the planche work. Uh, last week, I started it again because I want to get the full planche with my legs together, right? So, what am I doing? I'm going right back to the basics and making sure that I am very, very strong and I'm able to hold it for longer and longer periods of time with better form each time. So mm -hmm. that's what you should focus on is how beautiful you can make it. And each progressing attempt that you're doing, making sure to keep it as beautiful as the previous one. And because you're working at a lower level, you should be able to do this. So the next time you do have time, to spend on working on that straddle or something like that, what you're drilling into your, your muscles and your and the mind-body connection is going to carry over when you start doing the straddle and you're going to realize, oh, 
before I might not have been doing this, good thing I went back to the basics and focused on those one more time. So now I can do it easier. So that's what it's about. It's, so it's, when you go back to that straddle plant, you're actually then taking a, a, a re-strengthened uh, exactly. Yeah. Kind yeah. of uh, yeah. Yeah. A, a base, and I don't mean base of basic skill, but like literal base of base. solid hand right. placement, arms, shoulder position. Everything is going to be resolidified mm-hmm. uh, from that basic practice, and you can take that into your more advanced levels. Right. And great. So like a lot of flip, people. Backflip is the same thing. I, I'm going to yeah. give another example quickly. Is the backflip? Okay. Uh, you're in your apartment. You're in your house. You can't do a backflip. Okay. Uh, but you can still work your jumps. Right? Yeah. You can work your basic jumps, working on getting higher and getting that that jump set up with the hand, using the hand motion so that when you go back and you can work the backflips, they're higher, um, more power, and everything like that. So it all comes back to what you said, is that base, solidif- solidifying hey, the base. Let's give some more examples of this because I think that you know backflips and planches sound great, but a lot of people are like, I'm not I working on that. So let's maybe talk about uh, some some other uh, movements. Let's say uh, like muscle up on rings, for yeah. example, yeah. or uh, pistol, sure. which are two skills that a lot of people uh, are are finding us because they want to learn. So maybe if you're if you're maybe if you can do a couple of pistols or muscle ups, but you don't have a lot of time and you want to get like a very basic practice in in a short amount of time for those skills, what would you do? Uh, just yesterday in the class I was teaching, we were working on the pistols. And so a lot of the people in the class were still actually having trouble with their pistols. So what do I do? They sit down on the floor. They extend one leg and they rock up onto that one foot and they have to get their butt off the ground just a little bit and they hold it and they rock back and they rock back into it. So they're not actually performing the full pistol. What they're doing is they're getting the bottom position set. And so they're working on their flexibility by doing this. They're also working on stamina, which is a good thing. Uh, you can do more of that because you're going mm-hmm. in and out of it. And then also working on the position. So as they rock into it, they realize, okay, I can't round too far forward. I got to keep my chest up. Where are my hands? They're learning all the little things that are going to be necessary for when they go from standing to sitting. And by really working on strengthening that bottom position, once they get there, they're not going to topple uh, to the side or back uh, when they're doing it. Uh, the muscle up, um, the muscle up really is the transition. It's the transition. So if you only have a little bit of time to work on the muscle up, what I suggest is just focusing on the transition from the pull to the bottom of the dip and working on that. Um, yeah, you can throw in chin-ups and you can work on dips, but really, if you can't have, if you don't have a smooth transition between the chin and the dip, then it's going to be tough for when you actually do the pulling portion. So those are just two quick examples with the pistol and the muscle-up that you could be working on if you only have a couple minutes. Literally, a couple minutes of this is going to make a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's those sticking points in any any skill or technique. I think, uh, you know, I said a lot of people maybe backflip isn't a great example, but you know, backflip is actually one of those things that I used to teach people, and they would they would get where they could rotate, mm-hmm. and they would think that they had it right. Yeah. But then it would be sloppy as hell. But they didn't want to change anything because they'd be afraid that they'd lose their flip. But it, it always took me so much work to drill into their heads. But you don't have a flip. You're right. flopping over, but you don't have a flip yet. We've got to now fix, 
know, you've gotten the rotation. And same thing with like a pistol. People think, oh, I, I can drop down and pop up. I, I've done a pistol now. But if you just keep doing it that way, you're never going to really get as strong in it in that bottom position and really be able to express the, the drive and the control of the, the balance and just yeah. lifting straight up. So that's why you've got to go back to the basic and really just because you can do it doesn't mean you can do it. Right. Which sounds like what the hell is he talking about? But it's true. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you can do it right. So, you know, don't don't get infatuated with the idea that you've got a skill. Always, you know, go back and, and work on improving the, the base aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you if you're short on time, that's the best use of your time. You always go back to the basics. Always go back to the basics. Yeah. So we're actually coming up uh, to the end here of 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 our big talk today. Uh, anything else you have to say? Nope. Nope. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Just remember, always. Anytime you think that you're busy, it's not that you're too busy. It's that you're trying to do too much. Break it down to the minimum version. Work on the most important part, the basic level of the skill. Take it back to what's essential. And then when you've got more time, start working on the more advanced stuff. But always come back to the essentials. And, you know, if you're working on the GMB programs that we have, hope you are, um, and you don't have that time, remember, the way we have things set up, we always show you the basics. So you can just go back to the very first video and start working on that. Okay. Absolutely. All right, right, man. Thanks for listening. Let us know. uh, Yeah. Anything you'd like us to cover. uh, If you're checking us out on iTunes, leave us a rating. That would be great. If you're watching the video, subscribe, like it, send it to all your friends. Uh, for a fun prank to play, uh, send put $1,000 in an envelope and send it to GMB. Uh, it always gets a laugh out of everybody in the office. Uh, that's a good one. I like that one. That's a good joke. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you thanks. next time.